In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Dan Stevens, you're the field director for John Curtis for Congress. We have you on video talking to one of our undercover journalists here. No, he does not like the trigger laws. And he stated that. He has not come out and stated it. That's a problem when it comes to Republican primary, right? Um, Why can't he say it? He won't win. I think it's unfair what you're, uh, you're putting out there. It was very taken out of context. We also have another clip here where you call the voters ignorant. It goes back to the voters. Exactly. They're not willing to do the research. They want it to be easy. I, it's, 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 it's voter ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. So that's unfortunate. Did you not say these things? I didn't say it was ignorance. I agreed with what he was saying, but I didn't say it. You said, quote, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> we found the context here. What is the trigger law? So when Roe v. Wade gets overturned, right? right? Or if, when some states, especially the state of Utah, has what they call a trigger law, which basically says the moment that that's gone, this is a new law of the land, right? Which is? For here in Utah, it's abortion is completely illegal, which is fascinating. I never thought that Governor Cox would get into something so... Egregious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Restrictive. There's the additional quote-unquote context that you requested. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, that's unfortunate that I said that. <laughs> Unfortunately, that does associate Congressman John Curtis with a negative image, and that's that. People think we're a rhino, and people think we're an establishment conservative. So it's like. So, how does he make people think that 
try to keep that establishment because how can he he stays quiet about <laughs> <laughs> what he really thinks yeah yeah this is you characterizing your congressional boss you're a field director for a congressman and you're paid are you going to resign <laughs> i'd be happy to when are you tendering your resignation <laughs> right now hi adriel um i would just like to give you my resignation so this doesn't go and affect the boss i, I really believe in in congressman john curtis and i believe in what he stands for. Will you accept Dan Stevens' resignation? Of course not. I don't even know what he has said or what this is even about. You have not given the spokesperson an opportunity to talk to you. The I'm giving you an opportunity right now. I do not know his position on trigger laws. There you go. We can just hang up right now. Okay. All right, there you have it. What a great day, ladies and gentlemen. Anytime that James O'Keefe, our friend here on Live from America and Project Veritas, can expose somebody and literally within the same day get them to resign. It is a beautiful day in America. Now, we, now if you did not watch this morning's show, um, it, was, it was really we started out the show with showing you the video that it kept going back to. Okay? And that video that, that, that this one kept going back to was uh, this staffer saying that his, uh, the rhino that he worked for was basically keeping quiet about his real position and saying something very different about abortion and everything else. And I told you those rhinos everywhere. So it's a great thing when James O'Keefe can get somebody to resign on camera for their ridiculousness. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell. The Hip Hop Patriot, coming to you live from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing to be here with you with a new background tonight. No, it's not a permanent background. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're always going to be partial to our cross and flag. But tonight I felt like just switching it up a little bit. Sometimes I like a little change here and there. Sometimes I like to, uh, I feel a little bit differently about the country. And today I just said, you know what? I want this background. So today we've got a little bit of a different background. I think it's beautiful. Let me know what you think about it in the comments uh, section. I want to say hello to all the Real America's Voice news audience out there, everybody watching in RAV land, whether it is uh, Roku, Fire Stick, Samsung TV, Apple TV, Android TV, whether you got the Real America's Voice news app, wherever you're watching from, thank you very much. And if you are watching, On social media, I don't think I've got to tell you, but I'll do it anyway. Share, 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 and make sure you like and rumble. Folks, on rumble, we're on the leaderboard every day for rumbles, and basically a rumble is a like, but we're looking for 2,500 minimum rumbles a day. So if you have rumble, follow our rumble page, give us a like twice a day or a rumble so we can rumble other videos. And don't forget, if you vote on videos on the Rumble app, you can actually win money every single day from Rumble, okay? Um, But folks, Project Veritas, they show us right there we can make a change. They show us that our America still exists. Our freedom of speech still exists. So why don't we utilize it a little bit more and do the things that people like James O'Keefe is doing, people like Steve Bannon, people that are out there fighting every single day. It's truly a remarkable thing what we're able to accomplish When we work together, when we work together, folks, I would like to also tell you that Live from America is under attack again. Not only were we banned from every social media platform there is, not only were we attacked and banned from PayPal after they stole $6,000 and still refuse 
to give us back that money. But ladies and gentlemen, now our financial institutions, much like Mike Lindell, are being attacked. I have had to change business, the, the account for the business. I've had to change accounts three times just in the last 60 days alone because we still, we, get, we keep getting hacked and they are, they're literally taking money right out of our, banking, our bank account and our bank can't figure out how. Ain't that something? So obviously it's insured. We get that money back. Don't worry. Your money isn't being stolen, but it kind of is. It kind of is. And we're under attack not only financially, but we're also under attack with the show, with, the, uh, with our servers and everything else. You have no idea the amount of time, effort, and money that goes into just being able to have freedom of speech, but we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. So if you want to help in any way, shape, or form to make sure that we stick around, go to jeremyharrell.com. And uh, help us out today. I'd like to read a couple emails to you before we get started. And uh, just know, folks, that we're at the tip of the spear. We're not going anywhere. So all you people out there trying to take us down, trying to ruin everything that we've built, keep it coming. Because we're going to keep winning. Um, I'd like to read uh, a couple of these emails real quick, if I could. Uh, The first one, folks, uh, is sent to us from somebody that, that needs some help. Somebody that watches the show. They are a Slurp Fund recipient. If you don't know what that is, if you're new to the show, we have our own little slush fund here. We call it the Slurp Fund. And um, I'd just like to go ahead and read this to you now. Uh, I love, I'd love to get a King James Version in large print, if you have one, please. We'll get that right out to you. I have cataracts so bad that I need the big print. I have no husband and no children. I'm 68 years old and almost blind. And I don't have Medicaid, and I don't have the $1,000 to have the cataract surgery done. So any donation will help me, and I'll try to save up. Thank you so very much. I watch you every day and pray with you. Well, Dorothy, we are going to release $500 out of our Slurp Fund and give you half of what you need to get your cataract surgery. I know who you are. You watch the show. We love you. And we're going to get that money out to you immediately tomorrow we're going to get the half of the money that you need for your cataract surgery and if anything comes in donation wise that says this should go to dorothy we'll get it to you dorothy we love you and everything we we should all have our smiles and we should all have our sight and if we can help anybody get dentures or help get cataract surgery or anything else that's what we're going to do five hundred dollars from the lfa slurp fund is going to dorothy dorothy will get a hold of you and we'll set that up and make sure that it happens okay we love you hang in there uh, also, folks, before we go to the Lord, I would like to read this. This is from Angel Riley. My father just passed away from heart failure. It's been just me and my dad since I was three years old when my mother passed away. We got in the routine of watching your show and saying the Lord's Prayer together with you every night. He loved your show and everything you do. He said I could message you for help if something was going to happen to him. My whole life is changing, and I just hope I'll be able to continue going to college and making him proud. If there's anything you can do, I'll be grateful. Well, first of all, Angel, I want to say I'm so very sorry for your loss. So, so very sorry. I'm also so very sorry that we lost one of our own Life from America family members who said the Lord's Prayer with us every single night. We'll be in contact with you, and we'll help you in any way we can. And I just want to say thank you for having the courage to to reach out and email, and I hope it's okay that I read it online. But we're going to be in contact with you. We love you. 
God is watching over you, and we're here for you. I would like to ask our producer, Eli, to keep track of the donations coming in live on Rumble for Dorothy. And let's make sure that we, uh, that we, we get uh, people help, that we, that we can get them. Let's go to the Lord, and let's also think of Angel's Father when we say the Lord's Prayer tonight. June 22nd, year of our Lord, 2022. No matter what hardships the world may throw at you, you have in me everything you need to persevere. Listen very closely. Okay, Dorothy and Angel, you have everything in God that you need to persevere. Despair is in a deep or despair is a deep pit, and sometimes you totter around edges, precariously close to falling in. Your only hope at such times is to fix your eyes on me. I am always nearby, eager to help you change your focus time after time. From 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9, which we just read the other day, we are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. And from Hebrews 12, 2, we read from Hebrews 12, 12 this morning, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And before you turn out the light tonight, to keep from falling into the pit, you must change your focus from your circumstances to my presence. Look for me. Powerful words on a great evening, folks. I've got a great show lined up for you tonight. It's a day of resignations and felonies and lawsuits, settlements being paid. But before we do that, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hat if you're wearing one. And please say the Lord's Prayer with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And the live from America family says, you know the rest, ladies and gentlemen, amen. And we have to thank God every day. We have to thank God every day that we even have the opportunity to pray to him, to be close to him, to be one with him. And we can thank Jesus Christ for the blood he spilt on the cross for that. Folks, let's go to our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, this new look for life from America tonight. We will be right back right after this, so please stay tuned. Don't change that dial. All right, folks, I want to thank you very much. It looks like we have already raised enough money for her cataract surgery. Uh, it looks like we've got... Wow, four hundred dollars from Patriot Donnie. Didn't Donnie? Didn't you uh, put in four hundred dollars earlier today? Oh my Lanta, thank you, sir. Victoria, twenty dollars for uh, uh, Eagle Fight, ten dollars. Barb JS one for Dorothy's cataract surgery, two hundred dollars. Billum seventy five for Dorothy, um, fifty dollars from you, uh, three hundred dollars from Don A M K. Donna MK, God bless you, girl. Thank you so very much. Uh, Thomas Taylor, another $20. Jay uh, J Hoffmeyer, $10 where needed. Thank you very much. And the real Show Me State Patriots, uh, 50 bucks for Dorothy surgery. Folks, with that, plus the, uh, the, the Slurp Fund, 
that I released. We have plenty right there for her. So I will take the extra and we will pass that on to Angel, okay? I just want to let you guys know that anybody that's in there, unless you specify otherwise, if you want it all to go to Dorothy uh, and you want her to have more than what uh, she needs for her cataract surgery, let me know. But anything extra that came in, we will give to Angel, okay? Because uh, uh, she lost her father and uh, she's trying to go to college. You guys are so beautiful. You guys are wonderful. I love every single bit of you. God bless you. Donnie, thank you very much. The 400 for the campaign this morning, sir. I thank you so very much. Thank you. And thank you, 43 Gators, as well. Guys, we, we, together, we change people's lives, and that's, that is the key. That's the key to all of this. So I want to thank you very, very much. Please rumble the video, and I appreciate you. Let's get back into the show, okay? I love you guys, man. I wish I could hug every one of you and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and hug and love you and squeeze you. Wouldn't it be great? Someday we'll have a, someday we'll have a family reunion. I can promise you that will happen. Someday we will have a family reunion somewhere central located in these United States and we will all get together if we can and we'll even, ra- we'll even rally up some money for folks who can't afford to get there to get there and we'll have one big MAGA family, MAGA squad. Sissy Mouse says, I can't stop crying. I hope that's a good cry. I hope that's a good cry. Let's get back to the show. Thank you very, very much for being here tonight on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. I am very, very proud to announce that we already raised enough money for Dorothy's cataract surgery. And (laughs) I just, patriots are amazing people. You would never see Democrats doing this. They'd be raising money to stab people's eyes out of their head. We raise money to help people and give them sight. That's the difference between godly and godliness. Who's ready for the first and foremost section of the day? Please lift your cups up and let's have some coffee. Lights, camera, coffee. Here we go. I think one of the biggest stories of today, all day long, and everybody's heard about it since this morning, but if I did not cover it here on Real America's Voice News Live from America tonight, then it wouldn't, you know, I got to cover this because this is big news. So let's just get into it. Some people only watch LFA and they don't even know what happened. But one of the biggest stories of the day is the bullet. The bullet that every Floridian dodged by not electing Andrew Gillum to the governor's seat and by not allowing the Democrats to steal that election away from Ron DeSantis. Because if you would have had And Andrew Gillum, a Governor Andrew Gillum, I can promise you right now, none of you would have went to church. Every one of you would have been masked up with 14 masks from the time you woke up to the time you went to bed. Coronavirus would be uh, running rampant so much to the fact that that they would have all control over you in Florida. Disney would continue being, uh, Disney would have continued sexualizing your children. Crime would have still been running rampant in Florida. Florida would look like a very different state than it does today had Andrew Gillum had uh, become your governor. And what the crazy part about this guy is, is he was compared to Obama. Maybe it's just because he was black. I don't know. He wasn't, he did, he did not have the charisma or the intelligence of a Barack Hussein Obama. Now, I'm not saying that I like Barack Hussein Obama in any way, but at least the guy 
had charisma, and he knew how to fill more than 12 circles. So I don't know why, other than the fact that he was black, that people uh, compared him to, the, to, to Obama and called him the next Barack Hussein Obama. But what I do know, ladies and gentlemen, is that the leftists loved this guy. They put him up on a pedestal. And ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Gillum has been arrested for conspiracy, wire fraud, false statements, 21 felonies, and faces up to 45 years in prison. Former Ron DeSantis opponent, Andrew Gillum, once celebrated as the woke Obama, is what they called him, and the next Obama, which I still don't understand, by progressives and the mainstream media, has now been indicted by the Biden Department of Justice on 19 counts of wire fraud and making false statements to the FBI, according to the United States Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Florida, if convicted. Gillum faces up to 45 years in prison now. It's a good thing that this guy didn't uh, get elected to your governorship because if he had, um, I think he would have brought his uh, drug addiction and his prostitute hooker addiction with him. Now, I'm not saying that to be mean. The guy guy has opened himself up to uh, to criticism because he's a public figure, just like I have. Okay? We all are in this public eye. You're going to open yourself up to public criticism, so you're going to get it. Now, I'm not here to say that I'm better than him or I'm, that I'm uh, a better person than him or a better Christian than him. I don't know the guy from, from Sunday. But I do know he was a drug addict, and I do know he was addicted to hookers and prostitutes, and that is not somebody you want elected to your governor's seat. The maximum term of imprisonment for the offense are as follows. Five years for making false statements. 20 years for conspiracy to commit wire fraud and 20 years for wire fraud. A federal grand jury has returned a 21-count indictment against Andrew Demetric Gillum, 42 years old, same age as myself, and Sharon Janet Letterman Hicks, 53, both of Tallahassee, Florida. The indictment was announced by Jason R. Cootie, United States Attorney for the Northern District of Florida. Thank God that somebody down there knew what they were doing because I doubt Merrick Garden Gnome Garland would have any uh, desire to do this whatsoever. The indictment alleges that between 2016 and 2019, defendants Gillum and Let, uh, Letman, Letman Hicks excuse me, conspired to commit wire fraud by unlawfully soliciting and obtaining funds from various entities and individuals through false and fraudulent promises and representations that the funds would be used for legitimate purposes. Maybe they're the ones that are still taking money, trying to take money out of the LFA bank account. The indictment further alleges that the defendants used third parties to divert a portion of those funds to a company owned by Letman Hicks, who then fraudulently provided the funds disguised as payroll payments to Andrew Gillum for his personal use. Both defendants are charged. With 19 counts of wire fraud, Gillum is also charged with making false statements to agents of the FBI. Um, so folks, long story short, you, you, you dodged a massive, a massive bullet in the great state of Florida. And uh, praise God for that one. Because can you imagine what your state would have looked like Without a Governor Ron DeSantis, heck, we wouldn't even have a future President Ron DeSantis had he not won that seat. So big news and, uh, again, a big bullet dodged uh, by Floridians. Now let's move on, folks. We've got a lot to talk about today, and we've, this morning's show is all about winning, and tonight's show is pretty much all about winning as well. So share, share, share. Federal chair, or the Fed chair, excuse me, Fed chair Jerome Powell 
was caught in a masterful, wonderful, and beautiful trap today while he was giving uh, testimony and testifying before the Senate Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs Committee. And what he got caught in, the trap he got caught in, shows that Biden is a liar and implicates the entire fake illegitimate regime as lying to the American public about inflation. Now, we all know that all of the leaders of the world got together and they said, who's going to be our fall guy? Who is going to be our patsy? Who are we going to throw under the bus for all of our outrageous and outlandish spending and this massive global reset to get rid of fossil fuels and go to electric cars, funnel money through Ukraine? What are we going to do? Let's start a war with Russia. Let's use Ukraine as the proxy And let's blame it all on Putin. It's Putin's fault. It's the Putin price hike. It's Putin's fault for the gas. It's Putin, Putin, Putin. Well, let me tell you, they've been Putin a bunch of lies in your ears every single day. And and, And they got called out today by Fed Chair Powell because he admitted to it on video while he was uh, falling into this trap. But let's get into the story. Fed Chair Jerome Powell today testified for the Senate Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs Committee on inflation in the U.S. economy. Powell was asked if the war in Ukraine is the primary driver for inflation in the U.S. Because that's what Biden tells us. Oh, look, folks, I learned a lot about uh, cockroaches and kids jumping on my laps and I got hair, hairy legs. I'm, 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 I'm Captain Corn Pop. Okay, that's what they used to call me, Captain Corn Pop. And this inflation is Putin's fault. It's not my fault. Come on, man. Come on, man. I've done more. Anyway, I've done more than the Trump administration. My predecessor didn't do half of what I'm doing. Look at the economy. It's great. Shut up, moron. I told you it was. That's what they want you to believe. But I'm about to show you a video, folks, that shows you quite the opposite. This is... um, a, Geo, a GOP senator who, who, who puts this trap together so perfectly for the Fed chair. Let's, uh, let's bring this clip up of Fed chair walking into the trap. Here we go. I realize there are a number of factors that play a role in the historic inflation that we're experiencing. Uh, supply chain disruptions, regulations that constrain supply. We've got rising inflation expectations and excessive physical spending. But the problem hasn't sprung out of nowhere. And in January of 2021, inflation was at 1.4%. By December of 2021, it had risen to 7%, a five-fold increase. Now, since the war in Ukraine began in late February, the rate of inflation has risen incrementally, another 1.6%, to a current level of 8.6%. So again, from 7% to 8.6%. Given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months, would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was high before, certainly before the uh, war in Ukraine broke out. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that. The Biden administration seems to be intent on deflecting blame and as recently as just this past Sunday spread the misinformation that Putin's invasion of Ukraine is the, quote, biggest single driver of inflation. I'm glad you agree with me that that is not the truth. (laughs) I love it when morons walk into traps set for morons, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen, I think... I think that spells bad news bears for Miss Mean Jean Corrine Pierre because I'm sure tomorrow she's going to be asked about this and she's going to give you her lame, (laughs) stupid excuse for an answer that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Meanwhile, the illegitimate Biden regime State Department has selected the BlackRock chairman 
uh, to oversee China relations. That's right, folks. If you guys all know who BlackRock is, just think of just think of uh, Klaus Schwab. Think of um, the Rockefellers. All these people, the, the 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 leaders, the global leaders of the world. BlackRock owns everything. They've got their dirty little disgusting grubby hands into everything. And the grossly incompetent and very corrupt and very illegitimate Biden State Department has picked Obama's former national security advisor and current chairman of BlackRock Investment Institute to lead Biden's relations with China. With China. Are you kidding me, China? Tom Donilon, ladies and gentlemen, he's uh, the co-chair. Uh, he's to co-chair the Foreign Affairs Policy Board amid the State Department's pivot to China. So, ladies and gentlemen, we all know Tony Bobolinsky told us, everybody knew, the, uh, the Biden laptop from hell told us, everybody knew that Biden was bought off and paid for by multiple countries, including China. And now he takes the CEO or the Fed or the chairman, excuse me, of BlackRock to be his, uh, to be his liaison to the CCP. We got to stop it, folks, and we got to stop it now. I think President Trump's got something up his sleeve. We'll be right back right after this. Oh, man. You know what? I actually don't mind the, uh, the, night, the night show, the breaks. It's actually nice to be able to come on here and not just do the show right through and be able to check in on you guys and see what you're saying and look at some of the comments. Um, Pamela says she agrees. Judy says that was awesome. Um, Rat didn't know why the cheese was free in the trap. Exactly. Exactly. Love the background, says Brenda Robbins. Well, God bless you, Brenda. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Like I said, sometimes I just want to change it up. You know what I mean? Um, Did you see Sri Lanka announced a fall of their economy? Yes, they can't pay for fuel. That's right. They can't pay for incoming oil. Yep. It's exactly what the world, it's exactly what these globalists wanted, folks. It's exactly what they wanted. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good, says Pamela Hernandez. Girl, you are so correct. You are so right. Um, Terrence could do a better job than Pierre. Jeremy, whoa, those are going too fast. I like the new background, but I hope we get back to cross sooner than later. Well, of course we will. Like I said, it's just one of those days. Just having one of those days, that's all. I like a little change once in a while. I don't like to be the same all the time. Um, happy anniversary, Lisa. Is it Lisa Naquin's anniversary? Larry Reha looks awesome. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing? Ca- uh, corn Pop. Not Captain Corn Pop. Just regular Corn Pop. How you doing, Tabitha? I love. I love the Napoleon Dynamite video you sent me. That was incredible. As a matter of fact, I might try to pull that up. I might try to pull that up and show some people. Let's see if I can, uh, uh, no, I'll screw up some stuff if I do that right now. I'm just going to, we'll show it tomorrow. How about that? Parked, rumbled, and shared. Man, that's, see that right there? That's dedication. Park the car just to rumble the video. If we get 2,500 rumbles, folks, then we break into the top five on rumble. We're always six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. We never break into the top five. But if you guys rumble like crazy, we definitely can. Um... Let's come back from this commercial break and get right back into it, okay? Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, Real America's Voice News and Live from America family. I love each and every one of you so very much, and I would not do this job if I didn't. You'd have to be a crazy person to do this job. 
I'm telling you that right now. Some days I go, oh, should I just stay in my old career? And then God says, uh, no, go get to work, do your job. And I say, okay, I'm on my way. Anyway, folks, let's get on with the next story I want to highlight, if I can. Some very brave patriotic pilots in our country. As more than 1,300 Southwest Airlines pilots picketed at Dallas Airport yesterday, saying that they were overworked and understaffed by the airline company. Now, you did not see this on mainstream media very much. Why? Because it makes Southwest Airlines look bad. And if you make Southwest Airlines look bad, well, then you start talking about COVID again. You start talking about masks again. You start talking about vaccines again. And you start talking about the whole reason why these guys are protesting to begin with. Guys and gals, I should say. Don't want to discriminate. The protest was held at Dallas Love Field as Southwest Airlines and the Pilots Union. Southwest Airlines Pilots Association have been in the process, process excuse me, of negotiating a new contract now for two years. The pilots held up signs that said things like, our passengers and pilots deserve better. Well, that's true because I can't stand flying. I can remember when I was younger, I used to love flying. I used to love going on trips. But now that I'm older, it's the worst thing in the world. I'll literally avoid going somewhere because I will not, I, I will not to succumb to the invasion and the intrusion of, these, uh, of, of, the, uh, of, the, of the airlines and the federal government being involved and t- making you take off your socks, shoes, strip down, walk through this, walk through that. It's all just a bunch of crap. It's all just a bunch of crap. I can't stand it. Um, and Summer of Love, delayed, rescheduled, canceled in reference to an uptick in flight cancellations as the summer travel season ramps up. Flight delays and cancellations have been rising in recent months as the airline industry faces a shortage of pilots and cannot meet the increased travel demand with COVID-19 restrictions lifting across the world. While the whole industry is really uh, reeling from the pilot shortage, SWAPA said that Southwest Airlines' poor scheduling practices for pilots having compounded the issue. So I want, to, uh, I want to go to a video of this real quick because I, uh, I do have a small video of this. Basically, it was just a drive-by uh, that somebody sent to me. Check this out. <clears throat> Look how many of them there are. This is pretty brave of them to actually do this because they're not only putting their jobs on the line, but they're making a massive statement. 1,300 people is quite a lot of people, folks. And they're making a massive statement. They're saying, we're not going to let you do this to us. We're not going to let these fake, phony uh, COVID restrictions and all of this power grab, all the the power grab uh, uh, that, that was done by the federal government, we're not going to let you do this to us anymore. And without the pilots, the world stops. Without truckers, the world stops. So I am so very glad to see the people that actually are the gears of this economy, the gears of everything that moves, works, travels, and, 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 and all of our transportation. It's good to see them stand up. I wish, I wish the, uh, and, and, and again, I, I've taken some flack for this in the past. And I don't in any way by saying this diminish what the truckers have already done. But I really wish that the, all the truckers in this country would have taken their trucks instead of D.C. And I wish they would have taken them to the southern border and lined up end to end full trucks and trailers front to back along the southern border and built our own wall of trucks on the American side. I think that would have been far more. Uh, it would have it definitely would have garnered a lot more of attention. I can tell you that some people would have went to jail. I'm sure about that. 
but it would have also brought people out of the woodwork in support. And you wouldn't have not you would have not just had a line of trucks and trailers. You would have also had a line of people just as long right there uh, defending our border. That's what I would like to see happen. But again, that's not me in any way diminishing what they've done because I think what they've done is a very great thing. I just, uh, you know, I wish the planning on that would have been a little bit better for the truckers, for everybody. Maybe we'll see it. Who knows? I hear a lot of things in the background, um, but I guess we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. Long story short, big shout out, if I could, to those... um, to those, to those pilots who stood up and, and putting their jobs on the line and really just standing up. They're not only standing up for themselves, folks. They're standing up for you. They're standing up for everybody that's watching right now. They're standing up for Americans. And that is what it's all about. So let's go ahead. Smarty Award of the Day today on Live from America goes to the Southwest Airline Pilots. Because that was a pretty bold, pretty brave, and pretty smart move to do. And I'm glad uh, that uh, some people caught it on camera. So at least somebody could cover it. Uh, Let's move on, folks, because Georgia Gwinnett College has now been forced to pay $800,000 to students who were banned from evangelizing on the campus after a SCOTUS ruling. This is huge news. Why? Because we're coming off of a big win yesterday for God. The SCOTUS ruling. We're one for one, folks, in the major SCOTUS rulings that are handed down this week. We're one for one. We had a big win yesterday for religious schools. They can get vouchers. Now, children can get vouchers to go to religious schools where there is no schooling for them. That is a big win for God. Here's another big win for God because people want to bring God back into the schools. They want to bring God back on campus. They want to bring God back in the workplace. And we definitely need to bring God back into our government because without God, nothing exists. Without God, nothing is good. So these children, these young students, I shouldn't say children, these young adults who are on college campuses trying to bring God back into it, they were banned from it and now they're going to get paid eight hundred thousand dollars because the supreme court had ruled eight to one if you guys remember this i could not believe that they had ruled eight to one last year that the first amendment plaintiffs can seek nominal damages without showing measurable economic harm and more than a year after the supreme court ruled that uh, a student evangelist could sue his former school for nominal damages for the first amendment uh, amendment violations without showing measurable economic harm The two parties have finally reached a hefty settlement. Georgia Gwinnett College, a state institution, agreed to pay uh, Chike, hope I say his last name right, Uzigbunum, and Joseph Bradford, whose claims weren't affected by SCOTUS, more than $800,000 in attorney fees and nominal damages, according to the students' lawyers at the Alliance Defending Freedom. You want to know what's great about this, too? Look at Nick Sandman. Look at Carrie Lake filing her lawsuit of defamation of character against that uh, uh, drag queen transsexual. Look at Donald Trump and all the people that he sues when they defame him. Look at all of the lawsuits that are on CNN right now. Look at what Kyle Rittenhouse is doing. Now you say to yourself, that's great, Jeremy, but not everybody in the world has the ability to get these high-priced lawyers to go in on these people and make them pay. I get it. I get it which is why we need to now more than ever pool our resources together when it matters 
and make sure that we get a win for whoever, wherever, however. Because we have to hold these people responsible. Now, like I said in the beginning of this show, folks, this is still the United States of America. We might be seeing it decline. We might feel day to day that we are not living in the same country that we grew up in. But you are proof that America still exists. I am proof that the old America that you and I are used to still exists. Project Veritas is proof of that. Steve Bannon is proof of that. RAV is proof of that. LFA is proof of that. The old America still exists, folks. We're still right here. I'm still running my mouth. I'm still bumping my gums louder than ever. Right here on TV, on national TV, and on social media. America still exists. Don't ever think for a second that we are done. We might be down, but we are far from out. And now I want to give the dumb dumb award of the day today. But before I do, I want to tell you why. What is going on with Dr. Oz? Dr. Oz all of a sudden drops Trump's, uh, Trump branding from his website, drops all pictures of him and Trump. Now that he has won in Pennsylvania, he used Trump to win, and now he doesn't even want to uh, give Trump props. What's going on with Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania? Because Dr. Mamet Oz, on the, the television celebrity and the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania, had dropped former President Donald J. Trump from his campaign content not former, current, I should say, as the hotly contested Senate election enters the final stretch of the midterm cycle. And I want to thank Jack Posobiec for breaking this this morning at like 8 a.m. I don't know if Jack ever sleeps, but Trump was a central figure in Oz's initial campaign, frequently appearing in his ads before any Trump endorse, uh, bef- before any tr- uh, endorsement by Trump. Then in mid-April, Trump offered an official endorsement of the television host turned politician. And now all of a sudden, he's decided to to depart from utilizing the endorsement and is cutting all mention of Donald Trump from his campaign. The ad that followed Oz's win in the bid for the Republican nomination didn't mention or include footage of Trump. Why? He also changed his social media, folks. He is doing everything he can to separate himself from President Donald J. Trump now that he's got the nomination. And you have to ask yourself why. I mean, we know the answer why. We know the answer why. It was one of those questionable endorsements that we said, why is he endorsing this guy? And now his banners across all of his multiple platforms now say, thank you, Pennsylvania, and feature a photo of him without Trump. Folks, regardless of if he's the nominee or not, he must be held accountable for this definitely an obvious departure from President Donald J. Trump now that he feels he doesn't need him. Or at least that's what it looks like. Maybe we should ask him. We'll be right back right after this. Yeah, that's kind of a shady thing to do. That's kind of a snaky thing to do. I don't care what your reason is. It's kind of a snaky thing to do. Trump asked for it. He needs to smarten up about these rhinos. I don't disagree. There's your sign not to vote for him. A foreigner originally. We tried to warn President Trump. Nope, not shocked. He's a PO. (laughs) We knew this. I think we all need to make some phone calls to Dr. Oz. At least call him and ask him why. Might not want to call and blow up and blow a gasket like I did this morning, but maybe at least call him and ask him, hey, why did you do that? Why did you do that? I think that was a pretty dumb move, don't you? I think that was a very dumb move on the part of, um, of Dr. Mehmet Oz. We'll call him tomorrow. We'll call his office tomorrow. On air, we will call him on the morning show. I like doing morning calls anyways. Playing politics, amen. 
I knew Oz was a snake, says Brent Abrams. Trader like Mike Pence, he won't answer. Let's go for Ron DeSantis as the future president. Said Snow, hey, I'd vote. I got. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know who I'd vote for. No, I still. I'm a still. I'm still a Trump guy. Please rumble the video, folks. If you need to sign in to rumble to do it, I ask you to please do that for me now. Let's get back to the show and uh, <laughs> let's let's get back to the swing of things. Here we go. And. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, again, tomorrow, I want everybody tomorrow to call Mehmet Oz. Call Dr. Mehmet Oz. Don't be rude. Don't be mean. Just say, we'd like to know why. Why you were separating yourself from Donald J. Trump. Maybe Trump asked him to. I doubt that very much. But I think a uh, a simple phone call or maybe um, 10,000 emails maybe might uh, make him answer. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the next story, I would like to remind you that if you go to jeremyherald.com right now, look at all those different colors. Freedom, 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 20% off all freedom shirts. Going into the 4th of July, this sale will last to the 4th of July. Make sure you get every single one of them. Get all colors and wear freedom all week leading up to 4th of July. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we have a big 20% discount on the Pledge of Allegiance T-shirts that are shaped in a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Make sure you check out JeremyHerald.com today and uh, automatic 20% off those two items. So let's move on. Yesterday, the left lost their minds over the religious win handed down from the Supreme Court, and it was a beautiful thing to see. But now today, the left is losing their marbles again, and you'll never believe why. Folks, the left is losing their marbles again because Sonia Sotomayor, Sonia Sotomayor, Supreme Court Justice, who was appointed by Barack Hussein Obama, she came out and said some things about Justice Clarence Thomas, that the left just does not like, and they are blowing a gasket over it once again. Check this out. But I suspect I have probably disagreed with him more than with any other justice. That we have not joined each other's opinions more than anybody else. And yet, Justice Thomas is the one justice in the building that literally knows every employee's name, that they, every one of them. And not only does he know their names, he remembers their families' names and histories. He's the first one who will go up to someone when you're walking with him and say, is your son okay? How's your daughter doing in college? He's the first one that when my stepfather died, sent me flowers in Florida. Wow. He is a man who keeps, cares deeply about the court as an institution, about the people who work there, but about people. He has a different vision than I do about how to help people and about their responsibilities to help themselves. I've often said to people, Justice Thomas believes that every person can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. I believe that some people can't get to their bootstraps without help. 
They need someone to help them lift their foot up so they can reach those bootstraps. That's a very different philosophy of life. But I think we share a common understanding about people and kindness towards them. That's why I can be friends with him and still continue our daily battle <laughs> over our difference of opinions in cases. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to say in a court of law, in an elected position, in any of these cases, your personal opinion should never trump your personal opinion about law, your personal opinion about society, your personal opinion about culture, your personal opinion about another justice. None of that should ever trump your duty to the Constitution of the United States of America, period. Now, I say that all compromise went out the window as far as I'm concerned when the left illegitimately and illegally stole the election on November 3rd of 2020. I really fought, I firmly and honestly believe that it is time for, we'll call it a hostile takeover in a legal way. Almost like bum rushing in there with so many GNP, grand new party Republicans, no rhinos, that we don't have to compromise. That's how I feel anyway at least to get things back on track and to pull the country back away from these lying, cheating, illegitimate, thieving, radical terrorists. I really believe that's where we are. And I would not say that against my fellow American unless I really believed that is where we are. But I do want to say, uh, I do want to say a big shout out to Sonia Sotomayor, which I've actually given her the Smarty Award of the day before, believe it or not. On the same day, I gave Mom Jean's Mitt Romney the Dumb Dumb Award, but I digress. Long story short, folks, you got to give credit where credit where credit is due, and I really did like what she said there, but the liberals don't, the progressives don't, the communists don't, the Marxists don't. No, 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 they're all over Sonia Sotomayor over this. And I say good for her. That's what should happen. Now, you ready for some good news, folks? I got to get my phone out for this one. Um... There are rumors in uh, the rumor mill, anyway, at the water cooler. Shout out David Brody. Shout out Anna Perez. The rumor at the water cooler uh, is that President Donald J. Trump, the 45th, the 46th and the 47th president of these United States of America, word on the street is Rich Grinnell. Rick Grinnell is going to be the VP choice for Donald J. Trump. Can you imagine that? What a VP pick that would be to have Rick Grinnell as your second in command, as your brother from another mother of your ride or die number two. I think Rick Grinnell would be absolutely incredible as a VP pick for Donald J. Trump. That is word on the street anyway. That is, uh, that's what I'm hearing. But uh, I will say that former acting director of national intelligence, Rick Grinnell, He's scheduled to speak in Iowa this week amid early speculation that he might be the 2024 pick for Donald J. Trump as his vice presidential pick. Can you imagine how incredible that would be? Now, I met Rick Grinnell. uh, Let's see. I met Rick Grinnell in 2021 CPAC, Orlando. And let me tell you, I did not expect (laughs) what I saw. This guy is huge. He's like Trump. He's just mass. He's just really tall. He's a really tall guy, but he's very kind. 
He's a very smart man. He's very, very uh, in tune and keen to what these people are trying to do. And I just want to read to you something that he put out, okay? I love Rick Grinnell. I know a lot of people are going to say no, 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 because he, he's, he's, he's gay. But you got to look at what the man can do in politics and not worry about his sexual lifestyle. Remember, being gay is no worse of a sin than lying, cheating, stealing, or using the Lord's name in vain, and I believe we've all done that, okay? Long story short, folks, um, no, I would love DeSantis. Somebody said, what about DeSantis? I would love DeSantis, but I don't think DeSantis has any desire to be President Donald J. Trump's uh, VP pick, or VP. I think he really wants to finish his job out as governor and then run for president. I'm okay with that. Anyway, this is what he, uh, this is what he posted earlier today. He said, they tried to distract you with a war. They tried to distract you with a fake insurrection on our democracy, he says. And now they are warning of yet another pandemic. What they really want is to vote by mail and therefore stay in power. The counterculture is conservative. Wake up. I got to say, man. I got to say, I, I, I had a great time when I met him. I think he's a smart guy. I think he was a great acting director of national intelligence. And I think he would be a great VP pick for our Donald J. Trump. Please let me know in the comment section if you agree or disagree and why. And if, you're, if you disagree because he happens to be gay, I don't think that's a very good reason. Uh, we all have things that uh, you know we did wrong. And remember, there is not one sin that's, uh, that makes God more angry than another, unless it's the unforgivable sin of knowing him, knowing he exists, and still walking away from him. That you don't want to be caught doing. Because then you'll hear Jesus say someday, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I do not know you. And that would be very bad. We'll be right back to finish the show right after this. So let me know, guys, what do you think about Rick Grinnell? You think he'd be a good VP pick or not? Um, he, would, he would be a great man, smart man. No, says Bobby Neal. I don't know enough about him. Agreed, but many Christians will say no. I agree. Um, I knew Lindsey Graham was gay. I knew it. Love him. Yes, I agree. Great man. Don't know anything about him. So here's a lot of people are going to say they don't want him be- and, and because the evangel- uh, evangelical Christians uh, and the Catholics and all that will say, no, you can't have him as your VP pick because he's gay. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how many times I can say there's not one sin greater than another. And I do know that Rick Grinnell is a man of God. And you let him worry about his homosexuality with God and Jesus. And we don't need to be in his bedroom, just like we don't want people in our bedrooms. So that's what I would like to say about that. Um, I wish you pick Candace Owens. Get him on your show. Agree. He isn't afraid to say anything against the Democrat culture. Don't know about him. I don't know anything about him. I didn't know he was gay. That is troubling to me. You have to learn and live at the bit to learn and live at the big picture. I'm a Christian and I say yes to Rick Grinnell. Well, see, we got some really good mixed emotions there. And you want to you want to know something great? None of us are fighting over it. I don't see anybody in here fighting over it. I love it. Bad Moon says you can't get into my bedroom. <laughs> can't get into mine either. You can't get into mine either. Okay, hold on. I want to uh, I want to come right back. Uh, from this commercial break and give you some great news to uh, to end the show. You're not going to want to miss this, so stay tuned. Here we go. 
Folks, thank you very much for staying with me tonight on Real America's Voice News. I know it's late in some places. Big shout out to the RAV Mods. What are the RAV Mods? Well, the RAV Mods are the RAV moderators in the chats on their social media. They're great people. We love them. We want to give a big shout out. Big shout out to all of them. Big shout out to the True Social team, the Getter team, the Rumble team, and all these conservatives out there trying to make a better place for everybody. Folks, I've got some good news. You've been saying, when is the Supreme Court actually... When is the Supreme Court actually going to hand down the rulings on the Second Amendment, the abortion thing? When is all this going to happen? Everybody is wondering when the Supreme Court's going to do it. Now, I didn't think that they were actually going to tell us when they were going to do it because we don't need the purple-haired street freaks out there burning the cities to the ground. Amen? But, folks, today we found out when that's going to be. The court will release their opinions on um, beginning at 10 a.m. on Friday. Well, actually, uh, hold on. The Supreme Court has reportedly added this Friday to to its decision uh, day calendar. The addition is being reported by SCOTUS blog, which closely follows the high court. The court will release its opinions beginning at 10 a.m. The court had already planned uh, to issue decisions on Thursday in addition to those already released yesterday. The court's uh, justices are expected to go on their summer recess at the end of June. There are, in total, 13 cases left to be decided, including the highly anticipated Dobbs v. Jackson, women's health, which is expected to overturn Roe v. Wade, the decades um, only decision that gives women the constitutional right to get an abortion, uh, kill babies, basically. Um, so, folks, Friday is the day. Friday is the day. So, hopefully, hopefully, our law enforcement and our government um, can figure out how to stop these purple-haired street freaks from destroying our city, and uh, hopefully they can lock them up for terrorism. Amen? Now I want to end the show with something special, folks, something that will bring a smile to your face. Now, a long, 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 long time ago, in in an America far away, CNN actually loved President Donald J. Trump. CNN was in love with... With President Donald J. Trump and every rapper, every, uh, every person in the world's dream was to be the next Donald J. Trump. I remember when Barack Hussein Obama himself said oh, it's the, the American dream to be Donald Trump. So I figured we'd go back in time to when CNN loved Trump. But I, fig- I figured that uh, the message of this video is the great thing. Check this out, folks. This is back when Barron was four years old. I like, I like my suitcase. I have to go to school now. Yeah, you will have lunch and then you go to school. Now I'm going to go? Yeah, first you will have lunch and then you go to school. Now you can do reading, writing, and arithmetic. Give me a kiss goodbye. Goodbye. Listen listen to what? I want all A's. Okay. Okay, all A's. And when you get older, what are you going to remember? No drugs, no alcohol, no cigarettes. And you know what else? No tattoos. I don't ever want to see tattoos on you. No drugs, no alcohol, no cigarettes, no tattoos. I wish I wouldn't have got all my tattoos, but great advice from President Donald J. Trump. And it was nice to see a four-year-old Baron Trump loving his mom, loving his dad. And, uh, of course, they're going to be going after him soon, too, now that he's an adult and then he'll probably get into politics. Who knows? Long story short, that brought a smile to my face, and I wanted to share that with each of you folks. That's going to do it for Live from America tonight. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I am Jeremy Harrell. Please go to jeremyharrell.com, help out in any way you can, or just have a great time going down the rabbit hole of that website, folks. Sign up for a Bible if you need one. Remember, keep your families close, keep a smile on your faces, and keep spreading that gospel. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Until then, peace! Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.